Welcome back to the Navicast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about Intel's new processors that finally are released to the public, so now you can buy one. And they have some pretty cool new features, but can they compete with the competition? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Let's get into it. So Intel's new processors have a lot of upgrades, but they also have some downgrades. And Intel's really relying on IPC gains. So IPC is instructions per clock, and that mainly helps single-core performance and doesn't exactly help multi-core. Although it can, of course, since it is instructions per clock on all cores usually. So that's great to see, but they are also reverted back to eight cores. So I don't know if this is going to be much of an improvement in performance or if it's just going to be about the same. Since a lot of people still do use Intel processors for productivity, video editing, and stuff like that. Whereas AMD processors are definitely gaining in that area. But still, a lot of people do use Intel processors, so they do rely on a high core count. And then gamers don't really, but... Still, a lot of people and creatives like to use Intel processors, so it's really important for them to have more cores. But Intel still decided to revert back, and now we are starting to see the performance losses from it. This and also, we're not seeing huge performance gains from the IPC upgrade. So why would Intel revert back to 8 cores? That's a good question, and I think the main reason why, at least this is why Intel says they had to revert back to 8 cores is because their new cores are so much larger and that's the only way that they could get those higher IPC gains. So I think that definitely does make sense, but it's just a bummer we didn't see 10 cores or even upgraded to 12 cores. So with their i9, it really just can't compete to any of AMD's processors and that's a bummer, especially since it's super expensive. But like most people don't even buy i9 processors, they're just too expensive. So we're going to talk more about their i7, i5, and even their i3 processors. So on this level, I think Intel can definitely compete with AMD, if not even beat it. So with their Intel i7 processor, it's actually a good bit cheaper than Ryzen, the Ryzen processors, and I think that's pretty great to see. It, because it also does have better IPC than the Ryzen processors, the only downside to it is its power consumption. And that's something that has been a bummer with Intel and a problem with Intel for a really long time. But performance-wise, the i7 is actually just a tiny bit faster in some creative applications. Well, the Ryzen 5800X is still a little bit faster in Premiere Pro and applications like that. But overall, the i7 is still a great option, especially since it's a lot cheaper. Now with the i5, and this is pretty much budget category, I don't think AMD can compete at all since their new Ryzen 5, which is the closest competitor to the i5, costs $300, which is a lot for a CPU that only has 6 cores. So Intel's variant costs about half that much while still having better IPC and just being a tiny, tiny bit slower, but still it's pretty good performance overall. But since it's half the price, I think it's hard for AMD to compete with that, even if the power consumption on the Intel processor 
is a little bit worse and maybe it even gets a little bit hotter. I still just don't think that AMD can really compete with that price point, especially since a lot of people don't want to have to spend $300 on a computer part. Or if they buy in a pre-built system, that's definitely going to make the prices of that pre-built system go up. So overall, I think Intel definitely still has a fighting chance just because of those cheaper processors like the i7, the i5, those things are much cheaper than Ryzen's processors, and they also are in some cases faster. The only downside to them is their power consumption and thermals, but still, I mean, it's pretty good. I think though with the i9, it's a little bit of a problem with in for Intel, but the thing is you can't even buy Ryzen's 5000 higher-end processors, so it doesn't really matter. Whereas you can buy Intel's processors, so I think with these cheaper budget, a little bit more budget processors, Intel definitely has a fighting chance if you compare price to performance. So I think even though AMD does still have an advantage performance per watt, Intel definitely has performance per dollar down with their CPUs, and they're a lot cheaper, so I just think Intel really, really does still have a fighting chance in those cheaper areas. And then also with their i3 processor, which has four cores, eight threads, which is pretty amazing actually. That is for around $100, whereas AMD's equivalent is around $190, which is even more expensive than Intel's i5 processor, which is weird. I think it's partly because prices are bloated and they're a little bit higher than their launch price. Which makes sense, but yeah, I, Ryzen right now is just by far the most popular desktop processor lineup, and that's partly why I think Intel has such a chance to gain back some of the market, because people do like cheaper products, and Intel is kind of taking the place of what AMD was a couple years ago. So overall, I do think Intel still has a chance, and I really, really think that they can compete with these processors with their lower price point. And now that they are allowing memory overclocking on their cheaper motherboards, I think these things are definitely going to be worth it. And I just think Intel still has a really good chance, especially with their huge IPC gains. Since, yes, Intel lost two cores on their i9 processor, their i7, i5, and i3 processors still have the exact same amount of cores. So it just really shows that Intel still does have a chance. And especially with their competitive pricing, I think it could really work out for Intel. Since AMD made their processors $50 more expensive each, which is pretty, pretty, that's a pretty expensive gain year over year. So now that we've seen Intel processors not gain any price, I think they're far more competitive, especially now that they, some of them are even on sales. And I still think even 10th gen is competitive, along with the PCIe force support, I think Intel just really has a fighting chance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe. Anyway, catch you later. Cut.